No recording. Sorry. Okay, it's sorry. Okay. Um, okay. You, I can't really see. You sound really horrible. Yeah, I can't really see. Um, let me, let me, uh, I'm going to call, um, this is the web call. Let me call on the regular phone. Okay. Okay, well, this is Carla with the filtering the um, ascension pathway. Can you go And we're waiting right now for Lawrence to come back to the call because it looks like right now it's only just him and me. So, um, just um, grateful that there's anybody. So, thank you, Lawrence, for showing up. Okay, I'm back. Okay, all right. You ready for you want me to pray in or do you want to pray in? Yeah, you go ahead. Mm, okay. Take a breath of love and gratitude. Gratitude, so grateful for this opportunity and all intention. We can set our intention right now. For this year, starting now to offload resentments, all regrets, stay in gratitude, any obstacles to love. And gratitude is a huge shifter to assisting us in staying in love and, and holding that love that we are. And we are recognizing teachers, known and unknown, felt and not felt, recognized and not recognized. And as well, we are offloading any obstacles, known and unknown, felt and not felt, recognized or unrecognized. We're surrendering to the Higher Holy Spirit Self, the I am, the I am, that we are, and is the true self of everyone we meet, and is all the same, all the same I am presence. And we're grateful and willing to recognize this and recognize our brothers and sisters as our saviors, to help, help us see the truth by being the reflections that they are of ourselves. We are grateful and willing to live in that gratitude that 
pulls us to love. And we're grateful, we're willing, we're allowing to live a life of love and healing. And we're thankful to open ourselves to this and having it all, all our abundance and all gifts that are ours to receive through sharing it all with each other and are grateful to share all the healing benefits, all the awarenesses of our walk of love, of our path that we discover with everyone because we are one with them in grace and much gratitude. We allow the healing to be. Let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen. So happy post-Thanksgiving. <laughs> what did you do for Thanksgiving? Um, nothing uh, really out of the ordinary. I just uh, was, I spent a lot of time learning and contemplation. But not, I was in Vipassana. I just then prayed and and I did something. I did talk to my sister and a couple of things and text. I texted everybody. <laughs> um, I guess that was my way of feeling connected. So, um, uh, and I even watched a little football. I, I used to always watch football all day, and I did not do that all day. Yeah. So that was different, I guess. <laughs> How about you? I didn't do anything special. I I stayed by myself and uh, did some reading and some contemplation. And I, I really enjoyed having the day to myself and not having to deal with stuff. Yeah, right. It could have gone to to my nephew's house, but I didn't really want to. That's What? Good. I was going to say that's nice that you have family there, but what are you going to say that you could have gone to your nephew's, but but they didn't really want to. They're just like they don't even really do Thanksgiving. They like it's not the way that it was when I was when I was a child and when it was the, the whole family would would be there and. You know, it was a big, big traditional Thanksgiving, and the way that they do it, they just um, 
they have a buffet-style dinner, and they just take paper plates and go into the living room and watch television while they eat. It's like mm-hmm. it's not the same at all. It's, there's nothing really Thanksgiving-ish about it, except that they have turkey. That's the only. That's the only thing that makes it Thanksgiving that I can see for them. Maybe I'm it's your perception, I guess, or whatever. <clears throat> it doesn't feel. Oh, goodness, something's in my throat. Um, so, let me get some water. Why don't you talk for a minute? Tell me what um, Thanksgiving, what feels like. <clears throat> I guess you run in a day of gratitude, a really. Um, Joyous togetherness, right? Is that the case? Well, okay, it used to be, you're asking me what what my idea of Thanksgiving, what Thanksgiving should be, is that what you're asking me? Or you're not there. So, <clears throat> sorry, I had to get something because my throat was <clears> froggy. <throat> so, can you say that again? <laughs> I would ask you what, what exactly you had asked me because I. <laughs> I didn't really hear you. Oh. Were you asking what my idea of Thanksgiving was? Yes. What, yeah. Well, the way it used to be for me was that, like, people, all, all of the people in my family, my two sisters in their, in their families, and my, and the, the friends of the, of my great my grandma my grandmother was alive then and and there were some friends of the family that were her friends that that were they were like honorary family and they would they would always be there for Thanksgiving and Christmas and you know older people so it would be like a whole a real gathering of of people that you hadn't seen in a long time and. And it was special, you know, it's people that I didn't really want to see all the time. So it was, <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to be honest about it, like a couple of times a year is fine to to, to see to see some people in my family. It's, that's enough. Mm-hmm. And um, any any more than that gets to be like a strain. Mm-hmm. But it, it, I mean, it was it was really it was special, and people people would get dressed up and um, mm-hmm. they'd, they'd get out all all the old silver and china and special stuff, and you know it was really special. But now it's just another kind. Uh, they just like watch television, and have frozen food. 
Frozen food? Well, food that, you know, food that's just, that they just heat up. But people, some, some of the food that they don't, they don't cook everything from scratch is what I'm saying. Mm. That, you know, that's the way they do it. And that's okay for them. They can do whatever they want, but I don't have to be part of it. But maybe I'm being judgmental, you know, maybe I'm withholding love here, but. Well, it's interesting. I mean, it doesn't sound like your sisters and your, I mean, I imagine maybe your grandmother and her friends aren't around anymore. So it's all changed. I mean, isn't that life? Life is, is, in this world at least, is, is all about change. And, hmm. Yeah, but you have a day like Thanksgiving. It's it's a traditional thing where if right. you're not going if you're not going to preserve the tra- the traditions, then why bother with it? Because it is a traditional thing. So you either do it the way I see it is you either do it or you don't. And so I did. <laughs> I did eat turkey. <laughs> I didn't do a turkey. I did. I know I didn't do a whole turkey, but I ate turkey. Mhm. Yeah, I I just had pie. <laughs> I make I make pie from scratch from butternut squash. I I make. And I had one left, so and it's so heavy. I just ate it all, <laughs> and that's all I ate. Well, I know I had soup, but um. Well, it's a, that is interesting. I, I really understand what where you're coming from because it does it does seem um, frustrating to to um, really um, want that desiring of that togetherness and that camaraderie and that family connection and whatever the whole traditional thing that you're talking about when others aren't holding that too right that's that's right. what I'm hearing right. and so it's really valuable to know what's the most loving thing for you to do that the most loving thing for you to do was to be alone and and stay in love and stay in contemplation or reading or whatever you did and and to you know not force yourself to do something and then hold resentments the whole friggin' time because it wasn't like what you wanted or what you what was in the past or something. So I think that's actually uh, a very loving thing to do. For your your nephew and stuff too, because then you're not judging them, not actively judging them. (laughs) By being there, I hadn't thought about them at all. (laughs) But I did, like I was, I I thought about gratitude. I thought about what I'm grateful for, and there's lots that I'm I'm really, I'm really and truly grateful. I'm more grateful. I was more grateful this year than I've ever been before, I think. Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. And 
And, um, you know, I thought about, I'm grateful for everything. And even though it's been, a, it's been like, in many ways, it's been the hardest year of my life, but, but I'm grateful for what I, well, for one thing, I'm grateful that, that it's over with <laughs> a lot of it. A lot, I'm grateful that, that I don't have to look forward to going through what I have gone through this year. I don't have to do it again, at least not this life. Well, that's interesting. I mean, I'm not saying you have to go through it again at all, but I'm going to just mention some experience that I had, not a Thanksgiving experience, but an experience I had last week where uh, I was really, really in a place of gratitude and love, and I decided uh, I had this download recently, a couple weeks ago, but I was contemplating about how I was had all these voices in my head like love is the healer, love is all we are, <clears throat> God is love, God is everything, uh, love your brothers and your sisters yourself. I mean, it, was, it wasn't just Jennifer's stuff. It was just a real big download of love, 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 love was was the was is all is really everything because <clears throat> everything is God and God is love, right? So I was like. <clears throat> Going out to the to the bank, had to go to the bank in the store, <clears throat> and my throat's getting froggy again. But um, uh, and I decided I'm gonna stay in love and 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 then gratitude for everything, because gratitude I use gratitude to shift my uh, frequency when I when I if I lose it. And so, um, and so I went to the bank, and the bank is just really close, and it's almost it's like early, like 10 o'clock or something, and there's usually not that many people around, and there's always parking. Well, there's no parking for, like, blocks. <laughs> and I found myself going into a moment of not upset, but, you know, just disturbance, like not being happy with um, having to walk. Um, and then I realized, Oh, I decided. I decided just a half an hour ago to stay in love, right? And I'm like, okay, so I'm shifting back to love. I'm grateful that I can drive, that my car's working, that the bank is actually open, that I have money to put in the bank. That what do I have? I have all this stuff, and so I went back to love. And so I went to the bank, and the guy was really sweet, and he actually he didn't know me, but he. Uh, he like, I set down my account number. He never didn't pick it up. Then he said, "Hey, Carl," and I'm like, "How do you know my name?" And he, he saw the account number on the paper. But um, and it was just kind of a nice little pleasant exchange. And I go, and I'm walking back to my car, the four blocks or whatever. And I'm like, I go into, oh, I have to walk four blocks, you know. And then I realize. I'm gonna. I decided I'm gonna stay in love, and I'm gonna. I'm grateful that I can walk. I'm grateful that I have a car to walk back to. I'm grateful that <clears throat> that. And I just went through a litany of stuff in my head, and so it just over and over again, things came up 
that to offer me the opportunity. Oh, are you still willing to choose love? Because I was at the grocery store next, and some guy walked right out in front of me. I was in the parking lot, and um, and um, just kind of not coasting, but driving slowly. And um, they just him, his buddies didn't, but uh, he stepped right out in front of me, and and I felt myself going up, like, why is he doing that? And then I go, no, I'm. I recognized that over and over and over again, I was given opportunities. that was asking me, oh, you you said you want to stay in love. Do you really want to stay in love? Look, here, here's something. Do you want to stay in love? Here's something else. Here's something else. And I'm like, no, I'm staying in love. I'm staying in love no matter what. It lasted for about... Uh, well, I went home, so I didn't have all those challenges, but I probably lasted for six or four or six hours at least, definitely, beyond how I'm not aware. So maybe not. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, we can do that. We can do that all the time. All we have to do is make, is, is make, make the, make the choice. Because we always have to choose one thing or another anyway. We're always right. making choices, so why not make the loving choice? So what comes to me is like, again, I am not criticizing or doing anything about your choice. I'm just offering another, and I'm not really even telling you, Lawrence, I'm actually telling me because oftentimes I do tend to stay home instead of doing stuff because it's not an event that, you know, I really want to be at and and doesn't have the love there, so it doesn't help me to hold the love that I'm interested in holding. And I realize it makes me think of the event where Jennifer was at the airport and her flight was canceled and she stayed at the airport, I don't know how long, most of the day or part of the day or something, until she felt like it was complete. And she held the love. So that what comes to me is that that's, that's what we're doing in the world, whether we're with people or alone. To hold the love, though, I'm interested in holding. And I realized uh-huh. I think <laughs> Well, this echo, my echo. It's a good thing it's not your ego. <laughs> well, hey, no, it, it shows up when I don't when I don't think it's there. So who knows? That one. Just when you think it's gone. <laughs> I was reading, I read something, and I think it was, uh, was the last week. I think, um, I think it was, it was not too long ago. Did we have a, pat, did we have a, a, a community call last week? And so, um, um, I was reading out of the Seven Sacred Flames, 
I've actually talked about it multiple times, but at least there's someone here. I mean, there, um, who showed up? Lars, I was alone and Lars showed up. I was praying and he showed up. I guess he's on the web call just listening. And since I was alone, he came. That was really sweet of him. But, um, and so what I read was from page 19 in the, uh, Seven Sigra Flame book. When you surrender, it is the human ego, also known as the altered ego. I don't know what that means. That gradually transforms back into the original consciousness of your divine nature. And so that was amazing to me because it can transform the ego. I thought it was you had to release the ego and and choose uh, the thought system of the Holy Spirit. But it's like murder. So it's like a choice, this or that, right? And what this says is we're merging them together into the Christ consciousness. Yeah. Yeah, I guess... I guess I've been realizing that I've been starting to realize that without I haven't really I hadn't really formed the idea fully but that I guess that's what's been happening yeah I used to feel like I had to like get rid of the of the ego and yeah, and it, it just seemed like an impossible thing. But when you think about it, transmuting the ego, transmuting that energy is much makes much more sense and seems much easier. Yeah, <laughs> the energy has to go somewhere. You can't you can't really get rid of energy. <clears throat> you can only Energy can only change. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a good point. <sighs> See, I guess I always thought of the ego as like a fat cell, and because you don't lose, what I unless they do liposuction, <laughs> which is not a natural event. Um, it's your fat cells you you continue to have the same number of fat cells in your body all your life supposedly but so what you do is so i was thinking of the ego is like a fat cell is like the what i was told what i learned is that you if you want to get if you want to you know not lose weight but if you want to get thinner and trimmer and stuff you you starve the fat cells and then so they shrink because they're not being fed. And so I thought the ego was like a fat cell where that I'm, I'm like not feeding it and it's going to shrink. But and but it's still always going to be there, right? But but you're saying you're experiencing so it like I don't know. Can you use a was that bring up in you
Yeah, this is Anna Marie. I don't know if you can hear me. I'm sorry I came in late. I, I could not find the phone number for a while to access. Um, you know, Cota uh, um, uh, Robles, what's her first name? Um, Patricia Cota Robles. Yeah, mm -hmm. she uh, put out uh, a prayer just recently. Uh, a, a length, sort of a lengthy prayer, and among it, she has a short piece where she asks uh, the Holy Spirit and all the, you know, the I am presence to transmute the ego, uh, to transmute it and transform it into the higher self. So that follows actually what you are talking about. And mm -hmm. I I remember I was thinking that this was very interesting that that she's saying that to transmute the ego, you know. So uh, that's just my addition to your conversation. Well, thank you for Emily. I didn't realize you were there, so thank you for joining. No, you're quite okay. I appreciate to be with you. I just had had a hard time to to get the the right phone number. I have no idea why. It was anyway. That's good. And you had a wonderful conversation. Thank you for that. So I'll just read a little bit more. Unless you have something to add, Lawrence. Mm -hmm. No, no, go ahead. Well, so <clears throat> it says, as you surrender to the process of cleaning and healing yourself with absolute trust, without judgment, and without any fear, you can get through this rather quickly. I think I laughed at that. I read this like two weeks ago or whenever well, you have the community call last, and I was like, it just didn't seem like... <laughs> This is quick. But, uh, <clears throat> but it does say the good thing is, the pro it says the process reveals itself to be much less painful than if you fight it all the way. <laughs> That's not the good part. The good part is, to me, the first step is always the hardest and the most overwhelming part of the path. Trust that once you have taken that step, the rest is much easier. And I, I, it comes to me is that it doesn't often seem that way. I mean, I, I really feel like my first step was when I broke my legs because I had to, I, I you know, I was in a wheelchair and I, I couldn't do things. I couldn't stand I, up and pull up my pants when I went to the bathroom. I couldn't walk. I you know I couldn't do a lot of stuff that normally I could do if I had two right, you know, workable legs. And um, and so I had to let go of stuff. I had to let go and let go. And I I did not. I actually let go of it and did not contemplate it for once because I what I've done a lot of times in my life is I I think I'm letting go of it, but I still contemplate 
the thing that I think I'm letting go of, but I didn't here. And so I think that was the first step. And so I believe spirit gave me that opportunity of breaking my legs <laughs> uh, to do that. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when I was when I was very sick, um, like twenty years ago, I Emily. Is that you? I'm sorry. No, it's Emily. It's she's on her cell. That's her landline. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Lawrence. Twenty years ago, when you were very sick. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't do anything. I. I was like. I eventually. I eventually got to the point where I was so weak that I couldn't even stand up. I couldn't. Uh, I really couldn't do anything. I couldn't move because I had no muscle strength. I had no muscles left. And um, it was during that time when I was I was completely helpless. Um, I had to have everything done for me. Um, that that I, it was it was then that that I learned how because I had to. I learned how to to really surrender because. I had to because I had no choice. So that was that was a gift. It was it was it was a really hard lesson, but it was a really big, big gift. It changed everything because it was through that surrender that. That I found my way. That I found the connection back to God. I think Jennifer, one of her lines, she says, "It's nothing. It's not about surrender." But I mean, it seems like there's many, many things we have to do, but there's really only one. But all those things get us to the same one and that's the separation and not believing the separation or whatever um hmm. actually I, I watched this movie have you ever seen the movie um august rush no no it's. I really love the movie. It's. Um, I don't tell about what it's about, but it has music. And it's really beautiful music, and he says one thing like, "Music is all around us. Music is all around us." And so, um, um, I listen. I think I watched it. Most some of it. 
all, twice, but not all of it twice. But um, and um, and I wasn't gonna talk about it, but um, let's see if I can find it on my phone. Here it is. So I actually wrote the poem that um that I, I can I share it? I I haven't written a poem in like ten months, and I was really really judging myself because of it and praying to release that judgment and to to allow whatever comes up and that night I wrote a poem and this poem okay and the reason why I'm uh, wanting to share is because it talks about the name of it is home and it seems um, we're talking about the first step you know, their first challenge that really steers us back into the direction of, of going home, which where we are all the time, but we don't realize it. So it's realizing that going home in our mind and our realization of it. So, so I read it. So sometimes, so it's called home. <clears throat> sometimes I hear it. The melody, the singing in my heart. And sometimes I forget or get distracted. But it is singing still. My thinking self thinks, <laughs> analyzes, plans. But this does not stop the song. My heart sings on, calling me home. I can only be distracted for so long until I hear the call again and go home. That's all of it. Yeah. That's so meaningful and so beautiful, Carla. It's very true. It's really expressing it. You found the voice. Yes. Thank you for allowing me to, to give me the opportunity to share it. Cause <laughs> Because um, spirit gives it to me, I, or I, I do. The spirit in me, the spirit that I am, you know, it flows <clears throat> um, through me or whatever. It, yeah. The spirit that we all are. Yes, and so that's why I'm like I really appreciate being able to share it with others because um, it's not just for me. I know that. And now it's recorded, so a lot of people will listen to it. <laughs> it's wonderful. We can listen to it again and again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was the movie. The movie, I just, I just love listening to it because it's really a story about love. What's the name of the movie? August Rush. 
Okay. It was it came out in like two thousand seven. Uh huh. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was saw it a few years ago and I loved it, loved it, loved it. But now I, I saw it again and I'm not, I love it even more. <laughs> it was so meaningful. Yeah. Do you watch it on Netflix or in the movie house? Uh, it was on HBO, and I, right now it's interesting because I had my TV turned off for six months, and now it's turned on, and I was wondering what I was going to do. And I am watching it some, but not probably maybe maybe 20% of what I was because I can't – to cancel it, I have to pay. And so – I'm paying anyhow, so I'm getting there they, because they don't want to lose me. They're paying, giving me all this free stuff. <laughs> so um, uh, I recorded a bunch of stuff, and um, and that happened to be the one what thing I watched. But I'm sure it's on Netflix too. And I think I bought the CD. I think I have it. I loved it so much. So it says in the the seven sacred plans, it says, this is why surrender to the will of your own divinity is such a divine grace to bestow upon yourself. And it seems to me, Lawrence, in a way, I mean, mean, because you couldn't do anything, you had to let go of everything, and that's that's the only thing that's real. That's the only thing that's left, right? Right. Right. Yeah, the grace of God was forced upon me. <laughs> As a gift, yeah. <clears throat> my throat. Um, and so I was listening to you, you start, said it was 20 years ago. I actually made me feel good because I'm like, uh, mine's only been five. <laughs> I'm happy. <clears throat> But I'm doing so well at five. Well, you know what happened with me was I got I got better after you know, after this happened. I, I slowly I got better, and and as I got better, I I began to forget. Uh, I began to forget the the grace. That had been bestowed upon me, and just gradually, little by little, like the the veil came down again. And although my body got better, I I lost my connection. Well, this say, when you resist 
Okay, it says trust once you've taken that step, the rest is much easier. But let's say um, you, the, your soul will simply allow you to have your own way for a while until you can't stand it anymore. Time is not of the essence for the soul. I think that's, isn't that it? I mean, you forgot for a while, but then you, it just was, it became painful. I mean, Yeah, it became unbearable. unbearable. Eventually, it became once again unbearable. And, And now, I mean, I know now that I'm, that I'm not going to lose the, the, I'm not going to stray from the from the place that I've found. I I know that that's that I I know it's not going to go away this time. And like that is for that I am truly, truly, eternally grateful. It is the one it is the one important thing. The only important thing. I mean there's another paragraph that says lifetime after lifetime you did not meet the goals you set for your incarnation. This is also why you're still here facing so many challenges instead of enjoying the bliss of the light realm. You keep coming back again and again until you finally surrender to the longings of your own soul. Um, It says, um, it has witnessed the great wisdom that was gained in each of these incarnations, individually and for the whole of creation, and it is longing now to bring you home to freedom, to love, to mastery, to oneness, and to all that you are as a divine being. But it yearns to bring you home, but it cannot force you. It requires your willingness, so your intention and your cooperation. So for all that time, in a way, that's what you're doing. You are growing your willingness and intention and cooperation, however long it takes. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, have you thought about, have you decided, I'm sure you've thought about, have you decided what you're going to do next year as far as, like, masterful living goes? Well, I can't imagine not being part of it because um, I listen to every class, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, Jennifer is bringing stuff. Stuff is changing. I mean, it's. I've been facilitating all the community calls, but now that's not going to be the case. I'm like, I realized that, and I'm like, Ugh. I mean, I realized I got to look at the feeling of 
not upset, but the disturbance at feeling things changing. And so, um, and I got to let go of that. And not that I totally have, but, um, I, and so she, I know she's, it's still in the works, I think, uh, all the stuff, but I think I'll just make a decision. I'll just continue on and, and things will happen as they happen. And then I'll make a decision in the moment. Yeah, that sounds good. I what think about that's a very good. I think that's a very good attitude, because I also came to realize um, Jennifer has not uh, clar- clearly shown uh, what was going to be available. But I know I definitely want to stay in ascend in the ascension course. And I don't know if I should be also in another course. How about you, Lawrence? Yeah, I I don't know. I I I as Carla said, I I can't imagine not not being involved in some way with Masks for Living. It's it's such a big part of my life now. And, I couldn't just leave it. I guess I could, but it doesn't. It's not something that I want to do. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. Well, well, talking, talking. I'm sorry. uh, Talking about the very. aspects or difficulties when uh, Jennifer brings them up, uh, to me, that's so important, the clarification that I can clarify my own mind, my own outlook, and that I can understand it better, you know. Many times I feel here is something I I don't quite understand, you know. Yeah. And... uh, that aspect that that helps us clarify our own self is so important to me. Yeah. Well, it's interesting to me as well. I, I do. I really. There is the best. Even though Jennifer is so, I mean, better than. I'm not better, but because we're all one, but. I mean, Gina Donaker says that eventually, she, when she read, when she wrote uh, teaching with Minna Ramana, that she had to let go of anything, any teacher, but the inner herself, the inner teacher, you know. And um, mm-hmm. and I, I do know that being attached to this course, I, I wonder if it's if it is limiting me, but it doesn't feel like that right now. But at some point, um, I'm gonna. Ha- I'm not that I'm gonna have to. But um, stepping out, not it's not stepping out on my own either. It's not the right words. But to um, to that being the teacher that that my inner God is is my teacher, and to really um, have connection with that and is 
eventually, like 100% of the time, is what I'm interested in. And doesn't mean I ha- I can't do the course as well, the MLC as well, whatever. Um, but I feel like eventually, it's somehow I'm going to have to, it's something, something else is waiting for me. I have no idea what, what it is. And, um, and maybe I'm not ready yet to know. Yeah, I have think it that, be, be shown to me. I think that when the time comes, we'll we'll know it. You know, like Regina had a very definite, um, had had very dramatic and definite experiences of of with her inner teacher. She wasn't like something, she wasn't like wondering if she had this connection with her inner teacher. Mm-hmm. It was very firmly mm-hmm. established before she left everything else behind. Mm-hmm. And that, that has not, for me, that hasn't happened yet. I, I, I don't feel, I, feel, I still feel the need for for the course and for and for Jennifer and MLC, I don't feel ready to. I, I don't feel. Mm, that I've come to that place yet. I, I mean, I know I haven't come to that place yet. Mm-hmm. But I believe that I will. It's just not yet. Yeah, but what's interesting is that so that means I'm gonna have to let go of all that and I'm I'm kind of attached to something, you know. I'm attached to being a facilitator so often and I'm attached to you know, using the talking to hear my teacher and I'm I'm even attached to these poems. I mean, uh, and sharing them yeah. and stuff. I mean, I'm attached to a lot. Yeah, it's, those are those are ego attachments because you're identified with with some of this stuff, which is which is not a bad thing. It, it's just I think it's I well, mean some of it. Good. Some of it is probably spiritualized ego. Some of it is probably ego-driven. But I think that's a a stage that you have to, that has to be gone through on the way to to releasing, to, to trans, it's part of the, tra- yeah, it's part of the, the transformation of the ego. Yeah, I've gotten guidance. I, I, sent, I don't know, it keeps coming to me, but about doing something with these poems, putting them, condensing them and putting them in a, a, a format, like a book or something, a pamphlet or something, and so that people can have available to more people. And I'm like, how do I do that? And I know, I'm it's really scary. It's really scared me. And but I know even that. I mean, 
that's also because um, the thing that I think I need to let go of is wanting to make money uh, from it. Because <laughs> if I do it, that's what my interest is, and so and so I'm like letting go of that too. And wow, I just realized it's ten oh one. Is there anything anybody wants to say during desire? Progress? Attention? Peace and love for everyone. Well, I'll take that as a no. <laughs> uh, what, what was that? Was that a question? I didn't hear you. I just, I just, I just said if, if Anna Marie had any request or last oh, oh. intention or something. Oh, I, I didn't hear it either. either. <laughs> so, yeah. well, I just uh, like to pray with everyone for all the needs we have in the world that we can raise the raise the vibrations to the highest and best Mm -hmm. for everyone in the smaller communities in the larger communities in the United States and in in the entire world with human beings that we all can raise our consciousness to divine love that's my request Well, I guess um, um, that that sounds beautiful, and just I'm interested. What seems to be part of that is to realizing, to living as. To extending the I am as the fullness and the resurrection and the life of all my eternal, um, my physical, emotional, mental, etheric, spiritual, perfect blueprints and extending that out. Living it fully and extending it. So that's my prayer for assistance in that. Does anybody uh, want to pray out or interested? I think that goes to you. 
okay. I'm going to read something from the Course that's part of our prayer and then pray. Um, so, it's from Lesson 189, Paragraph 7. <clears throat> We're interested in simply doing this. Being still. And laying aside all thoughts of what we are and what God is. All concepts we have learned about the world. All images we hold about ourselves. We are interested in emptying our mind of everything it thinks is either true or false or good or bad, of every thought it judges worthy and all the ideas of which it is ashamed. We are interested in holding on to nothing. And we are not interested in bringing one thought the past has taught nor one belief we have ever learned before from anything. We're interested in forgetting this world, what we see in this world, this course, and come with holy, empty hands unto our God and our God self. We are grateful, grateful, thankful to have discovered this and discovering this and growing into the fullness of the love that we are through doing all of this. And we are interested, we are interested in in discovering and living our divine self, which is love, because love is all there is, and love is all we are. So the process of releasing, releasing all the blocks, all the limitation thoughts, all the ideas that we have learned from this world and about ourselves, We're letting go of those blocks <coughs> and we're realizing it's, it's we're living into, we're growing into the pre-installed knowingness in our heart, in our mind. I'm grateful that this is so, so grateful, so thankful to Allow ourselves to remember the fullness of love that we are. And we are grateful to consciously embody all the characteristics of the teachers of God 
in our God self. And in gratitude, we share the benefits, the learning, the remembering, the expansion, the love that we are and feel with everyone because we are, we are one with them. In grace and gratitude, we allow it to be, and so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you for uh, showing up, and uh, have a wonderful um, Thanksgiving year. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Love you. And send you blessings with love. Mm -hmm. Um, And so be it. Bye-bye now. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Bye.